Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10 East Aaron over New Jersey. And we'll take you up to the Monday night football game tonight as the Atlanta Falcons uh, come into New Orleans to take on the Saints. And uh, the Miami Dolphins get on the win board, uh, albeit a, uh, an ugly win, if you could say that, as uh, they defeat the Cleveland Browns 30-24 to in their home opener of the new Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. So we will uh, address all of that, and we will uh, break it down, and, and I'm sure we'll have a lot of uh, opinions on this ugly win. But nevertheless, the Miami Dolphins do get in the win column, Mr. Van Zant. So, you know, in this league, they say a win is a win. So... I'll take it. You're but, really going to go with that? Um, you know, listen, I've been following football long enough to say yes, I will. Anytime I can get it done, I'm not used I'm to doing a show after a win, though. It's very difficult today. Yeah, I don't know if I can do this for any hour. Yeah, this is one of your six. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of our six. <laughs> you know, I think that uh, I think that the Dolphins, you know, certainly didn't do what we thought they were going to do in their home opener against what arguably is the worst team in football. But uh, you think as you can get it. I mean, they, they, they were on the verge of, of taking that game and blowing it out, but they went the other way and, and decided to... Well, we're very lucky they had a kicker off the street from Saturday afternoon, you know, that missed three field goals, or, you know, we, we had a much different atmosphere at the show that I... Three missed field goals, obviously, is the deciding factor in the game, and, and, and a 46-yarder to win it at the end of the game. So, um, you're right. You know, Tannehill getting stripped again at the end of the game. You know, I mean, this has become... You know, a common thing, either at the last, you know, trying to do a last-minute drive at the end of the game. Right. He seems to get stripped at the end a lot. Well, I you know? know about a lot, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's something, I guess, that you can say. We had, I think we had two or three games last year end like that. We had yeah. been stripped. It, but in all actuality, those games were kind well, probably of out of reach. Right. Well, but I'm just saying it's a common thing, it seems. Yeah, you know the ironic part was it was it wasn't on his blind side, but I don't think he's seen it coming, you know. So no, I know. Um, I mean that's gonna happen. I don't know how Not you prevent totally that. Blaming him, but when you see it more than a few times, you got to start to wonder. You know, it wasn't his best game, but he still did what he needed to do. And, 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 and his first pass was atrocious. The yeah. first pick was terrible. Yeah, tell us about that. He went across the middle. Landry probably stopped running a little bit, but you know it was right to the linebacker. There was a couple of times that I thought Landry dogged a few routes. You know, he's going to be that type of player, but then he's going to bring some greatness to the table, and and he did. You know, he had he had a. He's got a lot of his friend in him. Yeah, but I don't. But but the thing that we've said all the time about it, he does. But he seems to be a step short of the greatness that Beckham shows at yes. times, right? Yeah. But well, what's his problem is he's like, got like you know, look. 
I cannot stand that. It's not just him. It's from the whole league. Yeah. I mean, they act like they got a first down. They act like they won the Super Bowl. Oh, it's I'm, like, you know, it's getting ridiculous. I'm disgusted with it, too. I, you, know, you know, and it's not just those guys. It's everyone, but Landry just seems to go over the top. I mean, he was, like, you know, in Hugh Jackson's face at the one time. Go back to the huddle. I don't need to do that kind of a demonstration every time you get a first down. Yeah, I can't stand this. It's just doing it down by 10 points. I don't need that. Really well, I saw a great one last night. You know, I'll get off the subject a little bit. The Bears tight end catches the touchdown. And you know the score of that game was. The game's in the fourth quarter. It's four minutes left. And he's doing like he's, he's taunting the crowd. You're losing 31 to 17. Is that right? Yeah. It's four minutes left. And he's taunting the crowd. Did you see that too soon? Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's embarrassing. Yeah, I, 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 there's too much of it going on in the league, you know. Well, like but you're losing 31 to 17 with four minutes to go. You're taunting the crowd. I mean, that's insane. It is, uh, how stupid that. are you? I missed that. You're losing. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. It I, doesn't matter. I think when you look, it doesn't mean there's just thousands or if you book a record, you don't act like that. Yeah. 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 When you have the Dolphins, yeah, nowhere. you know, Offensive weapons that they have, you know, it seems like you know, at times they can do some great things. But well, Gaines, I think, was totally right. They're, you and, know, and the I three and outs. Was, I, yeah. I've been complaining about the three and outs all year. There's too many three and outs and, and weak three and outs. But I think it's something to do with the play call, too. You can't run first down into the line, throw the ball three yards on second down, and expect to make third and eight. Yeah, since you brought that up, let's talk about the rotating running backs. I mean, you have four running backs in rotation. Now, what is that? Because they, they don't know who's going to be starting. Because they don't have one good one, pal. That's what that means. When you have four, that means you don't have one. So it's basically like an audition. It's an audition. It's an audition. It's an audition. I, 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 I thought audition. that was a little bit overkill. I thought that four running backs is, you know, to, to put in there. Uh, and, and it was an equal rotation. And why was Peden at the end of the game? And I have no clue on that one. Well, they made win. It seemed like the only one that was doing anything, and then he got benched. Yeah, and, and, and you know, of course, uh, Jai comes in with the game-winning touchdown at the end, so now that's going to, you know, lift his stock. Um, <laughs> Untouched. Let's not get carried away with that. That's a good point, because I think I could have that in. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. we have a whole, like, that. I mean, I got caught at the three, but I would have been caught. <laughs> yes, you would have gotten caught at the three. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you if you look at the rotation, I think you're right. I think a few guys st- stood out. Uh, first of all, Damian Williams, I like him because he seems to be the playmaker yeah, he's he always fast. Has, he's fast, and he always seems to have those touchdowns. Yep. And, and you know, I, I I like him. I think he's my favorite out of the group. Um, you said uh, you know, he, you do or do not like him. I, I don't like him in the fourth quarter where the game's on the line. I mean, he really hasn't played yet. So, like, what gave him the, the go-to? What was, why was he the go-to guy there? I don't understand. I, I, I don't. I, no, don't. I don't like Pete. He's been on six teams in seven I years. I, I mean, come on. Does it ever work no. the other way? Come on. And, and then, you know, uh, I don't think a has been finding the holes. I think that if you look at I think Daniel first, Thomas should have made the team over Pete. Well, well, he showed a lot more in training camp, I think. You know, Pete had that one game against the Texas squad they got all crazy about. We had that 60-yard run, remember? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do. And, 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 the guys that he ran against though, are on the street now. Right, and then you have Drake, who, you know, I, I don't know how you feel about Drake. He, he seems to be the guy that – How do you know? How do, uh, how do you know what to feel about him? He didn't really play in, in, in the in training camp, and he's, you know, he just really, this is his second game. But again, I come down to the same feeling that you, yeah, when you, you have four, you don't have one. running backs in rotation. <laughs> no. Because any running back will tell you they need to get a rhythm, right? right. And, and well, like I said, when you have four, you don't have one. 
Yeah, I know. And, and when you look at the box score, you know, that, that pretty much depicts it, right? Because everybody's yeah. sitting there at like 30, 35 yards, 25 yards, 17 yards. And it yeah. doesn't add up to 100, does it? No, no, no it doesn't. It doesn't add up to 100. It doesn't, does it? No. But, you know, but the offense does have a lot of weapons on it, and so you have to be happy with some of the things that you've seen out of the receiving core. I mean, Parker is definitely getting more implemented. Yeah, I, I like him. My big problem – my big problem is it still looks at times the stagnant filled in offenses last year. I don't see this huge wholesale change. Yeah, you were saying that starting game. I've seen it this year, but I haven't seen it. We've had so many three and outs the first three weeks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, you, you know the, the 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 caveat to it is that you're going to bring up that they were behind by 55 points before they put in here in New England. And you're right about yeah. that. I mean, I, I, you can't really argue. We don't know what would have happened if you know if, if there wasn't an injury. And you I know what would have happened. You know, I, I, Belichick's not the kind of guy that could go into a prevent or, or to let up on on the guest. So you know. Uh, yeah, but if Goldoffer stayed there, they wouldn't have got off the, the scoring routine either. Well, but he comes in and he, he finishes the drive and gets a field goal. So they did put points up on that drive. It's yeah. not like they didn't do anything. And then I think he put another touchdown on the board. So he put 10 points on the board. I can't get too excited over that. I'm not going to get excited, but, you know, the Dolphins offense did look good at that and then carried over. How bad did they look in the first half, though? It's terrible. Stagnant. Yeah. Non-existent. Yeah. That's what scares me. Right. Because I've been seeing a lot more than that than the second half against New England. Well, when you look at the Cleveland game and you look at the, the three three and outs in a row, I think it was. Yes. A lot of that was play calling, though. There was some play calling there that was I terrible. thought was ridiculous. And that's what my issue and, is. And the third and eight with the four-yard uh, yeah. pass, uh, and terrible. I'm not getting it. I, I still don't get that. And the line has been a little bit better. You have to admit, the offensive line has played a little bit better than you thought they would. A little bit. But again, it was it was Cleveland yesterday. Their their best pass rushers out, you know. So you can't get too excited over that. He's still been sacked probably more than anybody else in the league. But how do you want to evaluate? I mean, you can only evaluate. I don't know. I told you this is a bad barometer going in. You're not going to learn a lot either way. You blow them out. You're not going to learn anything. You lose. You're going to learn something. And the way we won, it's not a great barometer. How much are you going to learn against Cincinnati as well? It's another short week. You know, it's going to be that kind of game where I don't think you're going to quite get, you know, the barometer that you're looking for. It's probably going to take – it's probably going to take until that Steelers are – I know the game. answer to the question, but, <laughs> you know. What is the answer? I mean, you think this team is that bad? It's a bad team. It's a 6-8 to eight win team. That's what, that's what you're looking at. I wish I was wrong, but I'm not. Okay, but a 6-8 to eight win team is, is, is not – on the bottom of the NFL. It's not getting any better than what no, it was. No, it's middle of the road. Yeah. So is that what you're saying they are? You think they're a middle of the road team with offensive weapons? Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Yeah. And I don't think our problems are going to get solved by the end of the year. You know, I think. Well, you didn't address the defensive problems, so yeah. how are they getting solved? Yeah. You have a terrible linebacking crew. Yeah. Their secondary is weak. I mean, it. it, it yeah, so you know, I mean, you, you know. excellent safety again. You know, you know he's going to but, uh, but how long is that going to go? Is he is he going to go the whole year without getting injured? And then, and then at what point is he going to be gone? At the end of this year? After <laughs> yeah, they're not going to pay him. They're not going to give him a crazy contract. After you know that. After he the Pro Bowl, he'll be gone, and then he'll be on New England. Yeah. 
Right? Well, according to our, you know, our football czar, he graduates people to get their big contracts somewhere else. Well, then I would think that, uh, <laughs> that Jones is a senior right now in the valedictorian. Yeah, have to graduate, yeah. Right? exactly. Yeah. He's getting a scholarship for the legal next year. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a concern. There's no doubt about it. I focused on the offense all year, you know, and I, I will continue to do that because I think that's the only area of, you know. Of you know, every program. time I think Tannehill's, Breaking out are going to be the next thing. He takes three steps backwards. Wait, okay. you, see, you see three step backwards this game? This year, I, I, I've this seen year? a Yeah, I, I don't yeah. see that. I don't think he's played great. I, I think he's played pretty well. I thought he played very well opening day. I'm not seeing that. Ten points on the road is very good opening day. Where's How many? He had eight three and outs in a row. He had eight three and outs in a row, Pat. That's playing great. I, you said that. I didn't realize that he yeah, had eight, eight three and outs in a row against Seattle. Yeah, yes. I didn't realize that. But yeah. You have to take into consideration. I understand it's a hard place to play. Then they lost to the Rams the next week. You know, they didn't look good yesterday either. But where did they lose to the Rams? Second yeah, week. Where? Yeah, that's night and day, isn't it? You can't compare that. You're playing I'm in just, Seattle, and then you're going to L.A. for their home opener. You're not going to win any games on the road with scoring 10 points. No, it's not going to happen. And like I said, they were stagnant. Their offense was stagnant that game. Well, it, it, it went stagnant after Stills dropped the 65 well, That was the first drive of the game. Yeah, I mean, I think that changed the complexion of the game. And then, you know, and then Tannehill had, you know, a great second half in the, in the New England game. And I thought he did good things yesterday, but, you know, he also had mistakes, which he doesn't usually make in the Cleveland yeah, he game. Had he had the two of bad picks yesterday. You know, one was hit on the arm, one was just a bad play, you know. So, I don't know. I think the book's still out on him, but uh, I, I don't see him digressing this year. I, I actually like what I've seen. He looked like a different player in the, in the first week. He's still not as accurate as you'd like him to be. He's still a little over the board with that. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to get more accurate than he's been. He's been yeah, wait, wait a minute, though. He's much more accurate than he's been. And he's been hitting the long ball all year. They've been mm-hmm. dropping him. How many drops does the kid have? Yeah. I think he's much more accurate than he's been. He's still throwing behind people. Occasionally, but he Landry stopped on that route, and that's what yeah. you're talking about. He stopped. Landry Dawg didn't stop. So I think he checks down too much, though. I think he throws under the underneath receiver too much. Well, that might be. I, I agree with you there. That, that I agree with you. He uses too panics. much. No, he panics yeah. too quick. Yeah. And, and he does go to the underneath route and way yeah. too quick. Yep. And where it's not going to get you anything. Yeah. So I agree with that. that. That's a very fair criticism. Um, you know that that he does do that, and he's got a. But you know what? That he's a, he's he's trained because he's been getting hit for four years, and now he's getting more time, but he's panicking and dropping it off. Now he's getting a little bit more time, so he can actually wait and, and go downfield more. And look, the well, kid hasn't had a, a, a two-minute drill in like a few years now. No, it's been it's been a while. It's been a long time. It has. He hasn't won a game at the end in a long time. Now people will say, well, he did it yesterday, and he had a, an overtime-winning drive, but. Yeah, you know, he had to have the ball three times. Right? That was the third time we had the ball, right? Not in overtime. It wasn't the third, but he had the he had it at the end of Second the game. Time? He couldn't do anything with it. It was, so it was three and out. Well, he had it with 48 seconds at the, at the end of the game. That's true, too. That, yeah. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. We were punching in there. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> well, we almost lost it. He got stripped there. Yeah. No, they, it was you know, ugly. They have a decent kicker. We're not. We're having a much different day today. Can't argue with that. I think you're right. I mean, I you know, you that have been one of the worst losses in the history of the NFL, by the way. 
They would put us at 0-3. You're losing to a team that's picked to, you know, run the cycle this year. It would have, it would have ended the season in, yeah, in, in relative season. terms. Well, you know, no have. team is 0-3 has made the playoffs in 15 years. Yeah. And that's why it's going to be very interesting to see what they do in this Cincinnati game because Cincinnati hasn't really been playing. You want me to cheer you up? It's week three, right? And we're two games behind New England with the rest of the division. Yeah, well, <laughs> they have a two-game lead already after three games. Isn't that wonderful? With Gronkowski and Brady out. Yeah, I was going to say. You're leaving, and Edelman's starting this week. You're leaving a big piece Edelman of Edelman starting this week. Yeah. <laughs> They're two game, they got a two-game well, lead. I've been here in Garoppolo. I've been here in Garoppolo now. It's going to be starting again. Really? Yeah. So I really don't see Edelman starting this game like you've been saying. I can't imagine that. <laughs> well, that's the only – they don't have another quarterback on the roster. He, yeah, he's an emergency. Yeah. But that's got to take a big part out of your offensive game, too. He's your top receiver, well, really. you know what they'll do? They'll put 7-11 in the same slot. Yeah. And you won't miss a beat. Isn't it amazing all these often cuts that you just can – constantly see on other teams just making an impact. And Hogan is just another example of that. Right? We find them and then other people benefit from it. And where do they always go to? Wes Welker, where does he go? Right? Now even Hogan. Has well, we actually treated Wes Welker. Right? Don't forget about I that. Remember, I won't forget about it. I remember when they did it. Well, we got two second round picks that amounted to nothing. It wasn't even like you got something good. Exactly. No, amounted to nothing. It was those classic second round picks that amount to nothing in the yeah. Boston organization. That's exactly right. That's what we got. So, you know, it's a little bit crazy out there. Um, while we have a, a, a quick break, I want to give us a little shout out to our friend Les Krieger, not feeling well. Um, just. Uh, has some medical problems going on, and, and uh, we wish him our best. We're all thinking, uh, you know, about him, and uh, it's in our thoughts and our prayers. And uh, hopefully, he'll bounce back quickly, and uh, we'll get to get him on the show soon enough. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then uh, we'll come on back and look at the defensive uh, part of this team, which, which is not as good as the offensive part. So that's what to look forward to. Right back after this. This is Don Shula. Happy to be on the Pat Cantillo show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello.
Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10 East Hanover, New Jersey, and we'll take you up to the Monday night football game tonight, which is the uh, Saints hosting the Falcons. And on our usual screen, we have Miami Mike joining us, and he'll give us our intake on the uh, Miami Dolphins win over Cleveland. Mike, uh, 30-24, certainly not how we wrote it up uh, with an overtime victory. Um, but uh, me and you have always said a uh, win is a win in this league, and I've been doing this long enough to know that I'll take a win any way I can get it. You usually have a positive outlook on it. You feel the same way? or? Hey, do I feel great today. Hey, we went from being irrelevant at a possible 0-3. Right. So 1-2 team right now. That's Right there, if we come in, if we come out Thursday, and we do a sweep of Ohio, being Cleveland and Cincinnati. Right. What do you want to do? I wouldn't expect it to be after this. We look at the schedule and say, hey, Seattle will win on the road. Right. These two games, uh, we should win. Uh, you know, we get the two and two by the end of September. I'm one happy Dolphin fan. I'll tell you that right now. Well, you know, we we broke it down and we talked about where they should be, what they need to be. And I guess what you have to do is you just have to look at results. You can't really go by how they got there. And so far, they're on par for what we thought they'd do. They have two of the toughest opening games you can have. Actually, the toughest, right? In Seattle, they go to New England. You can't travel any further. You can't. Two toughest games by request by the Dolphins organization. Let's talk again. Yeah. Yeah, 
Thursday night, come down, come, come to Miami Mike Sports on in East Hanover for the Dolphins takeover against the Bengals. We got a ton of giveaways, prizes. It's a big event. It's a steak and bourbon night. You can go to Miami Mike Sports on the Facebook page and uh, check out all the videos. You go to Instagram, Twitter, we're all over the board. All right, guys. Sounds great. See you tonight, man. The great Miami Mike. We'll see you next week. And hopefully, we'll have some good news on the Bengals game. Miami Mike Mitterini. All right, so there you have it. Mike agrees with me. I mean, I see some improvement, but I understand where you're coming from, too, and that, you know, I, I don't see enough improvement. I, I got that part, too. Um, so yeah, I'm, just, I'm watching rookies throw four touchdowns. Yeah. You know, that's that's the you know the disheartening part. You see guys come right into the league, and, and they seem to be ahead of him. That's what drives me crazy, like, you know? Like, it seems like he's got the weapons, and I don't know, something's not right. Yeah, well... Yeah, I mean, I, but he's been hitting them a lot more than he has in the past, though. So Look, I understand our running game is atrocious right now, you know, and that that's, can't be helping him. And, and again, the, I don't think the line's there either, so I don't think it's all his fault. But our offense still looks a little stagnant to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, at times it does. I think the difference is at times it doesn't, where last year, you know, that didn't seem to break, but... This year, uh, it seems like, you know, at times they can do some things that they weren't able to do. And I guess that's what I'm seeing and that's what I'm basing it on. But, no, you know, it, it's certainly not where I would want them to be. And I don't know if I'm seeing as dramatic of a Adam Gase change as I thought I would. And I thought it would be a different philosophy on offense. And I just see the same boring first and second down plays. And then we're in third and long all the time. Yeah. And we're a horrible third and long team. It's almost non-existent for yeah. a first down when we get third and long, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just seems like... You don't get the first down on second down, it's not happening. Yeah, or at least get it, you know, yeah. very close to it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, third and 14 is unheard of with this team, you know? I mean, it no, really they'll is. They'll do a sub ball pass for six yards. Yeah, that's what they'll do. Yeah. That's exactly what they'll do. And I think That's what I'm saying. The checking down is driving me crazy. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think he's panicking a little too much and doing it too quick. Uh, to where it's just basically giving the ball up anyway. So, yep. you know, hopefully he'll be able to, you know, make some more adjustments. He did show some more emotion in this game, which I which I like. You know, he's starting to become a lot more of a leader. Um, I like that too. You know, I see a couple times where his receivers weren't really running the route they were supposed to, and you've seen Tannehill, you know, talk about that. Now, Jordan Cameron is out. He, he's got the concussion, and he will not be playing on Thursday. I mean, that's something that they've announced now today, so we know that's that. But Sims has been playing pretty well, and, you know, I, I like him at tight end at times. Uh, but, you know, but, he had a great block yesterday on the touchdown. Yeah, it was. It, it was. And he, and he has good hands. He does have good hands. You know, he's always had good hands. He's made some nice catches. But you still would like to see Cameron healthy, you know, and in there. Uh, he has a yeah, really you know what? Good. I, don't, I think that ship has sailed, my friend. I don't think really he is going to be the player we hoped he was when we got, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think Thank it you. would have come out a little bit more. Um, that, you know, I'm not saying that he won't, you know, get healthy again and do some good things, but I don't think he's ever going to be the tight end. He's not going to be the guy that we thought he was, put it like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, would, I would tend to agree with that. Um, so, you know, when you, when you look at the, the defense, I think I have much more – um, apprehension about what I see on defense, and I, I don't sad. feel. But, okay. It really is. But from the same token, though, the defense really made some stands and kept us in this game. Yeah, there's no question. Well, you know, our defensive line's good. We know that. 
And I think the best thing that happened was James Jones got hurt, and they put Cameron Wake back in the starting rotation. Yeah, where he belongs. That is the most moronic thing that we're saving him for hey, something. Can you figure that one out? Tough. That's just insane. You have arguably, you know, one of the best defensive ends in football. What are we doing here? Yeah. I'm one of the weakest defenses. What yeah. are we doing here? James Jones, really? And I thought that, you know, the the defensive line is still not where it should be. It's very surprising when you look at the talent that's there that they're not, you know, much more dominant throughout every game. Yeah, they definitely should be a different. They you should know, be, right? Yeah. What do you attribute that to? I don't know. Mario Williams isn't as good as he was. I think he's playing very well. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's playing very well, Mario And his Earl Thomas is a joke. Well, that they're, is they're so into this Earl Thomas. is playing very well. He's actually the reason yeah. in that Seattle game when he got hurt and had to come out. I think yeah. he's the reason they lost that game. He had another good game yesterday. I think he's playing very well, Mario Williams. Well, what's your take on Sue? Uh, you know, a defensive tackle, not going to have a lot of stats. You know, you're going to see bad things if he does bad things, but... Good things, I mean, if he's doing his job, it's not really going to show up. Three you know games, three games into his he's second year. Into the he's not going to stack a lot of people. What are you going to get? What is he going to get a year? Maybe if he has a great year, seven or eight? Yeah, so that's a tackle. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's a tackle. You're not going to sack anybody. You're definitely not going to chase anybody down. No. He's basically supposed to clog the middle up. So if he's doing his job, you're not really going to say, oh, my God, Sue's playing great. Three but if they're running up the middle, then you're going to say he's doing horribly. You know? Yeah. Three games into his second year now. Is he where you thought he would be? Is he the player you thought he would be? Is he the game changer you thought he would be? Are you disappointed? You know, because our linebackers stink. And, and they're, they're atrocious. I, I would have to say it's probably the worst linebacking core in the league. I, I would. It's hard to measure because if they get by him, they get to the secondary. Right. You know what I mean? So I think Sue, you're going to blame him for things that totally aren't his fault. Like, he doesn't have those linebackers crashing into his side and helping with the tackles, you know? You have too many six- and eight-yard games constantly. So if I'm reading through between the lines of what you're saying. No, he's not dominating like I thought he would be, but I didn't think that behind him would be so atrocious. And you think if they had a, a really good linebacking core that this guy would just be, you know. Our defense would be shut down. We had Zach Thomas in his prime right now with Sue in front of him. Zach Thomas would look like the best linebacker that ever played the game. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, I think that our linebackers are just terrible. And, well, who's you know, the last linebacker sack you saw? Oh, yeah. It, 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 that, like I said, I mean, you, you'd have you to. You couldn't name it. No, I really couldn't. I really couldn't name the time when, you know, the linebackers <laughs> had impact on this team. It's been a long time. linebackers aren't bad. They're atrocious. Well, Alonzo's not atrocious, but he's not, you know, the impact starting middle linebacker. And then when you take – what comes after that? It's As a ridiculous. unit, they're atrocious. As a unit, they're atrocious. They are. They are. And Kiko Alonso was garbage picking. You know that. You know, they picked him up the, off the garbage heap. They, you know, they gave a lot up for him and Maxwell. But they, you know, they go in garbage picking. You would have to think that, have to, you know, playing a four-three would help that situation, but it doesn't seem like it does. does. That's how bad they are. That they can't even they can't even benefit off of a good defensive line. You know. And your secondary is not strong enough to make up for it. No. 
No, you're, you're one and a half players in the secondary. Yeah, you really do. I mean, you really, and that's what it comes down to, right? I mean, you have an all-pro safety. There's no doubt yep. about it. But then, you know, you're really – The rest are below players. average players. Yeah, and so, or young, or just you know, he's too young right now. You yeah. know, like there's a couple guys that maybe will turn into something nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we really develop secondary well, guys. somebody else will turn into something <laughs> nice maybe, right? I should leave that out. Well, we had one come to haunt us yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, you know, and and he did. Yeah, and he, he did, did. And, and then he gave it to us at the end, though. Then yeah. he felt bad, and he let, and he let <laughs> Landry run by him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the – Jamar Taylor looks like all pro against us. Yeah, we have a tendency to do that, you know. We certainly have a tendency to make, you know, our ex-guys shine. When they play us, and and let's not forget who is even out of this. Prior, right? Prior. I mean, the, the man looked like an all-pro wide receiver. The Dolphins' defense can make you look like a star. That's no question about it. He really looks good. And I'm gonna. Yeah. Be, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm very curious to see too. if it carries over. Me too. I want to see if this. I'm gonna say coming. no. I'll say you know. I think he'll be okay, but he's not gonna put up numbers like that. Uh, I'm very interested to see because he really, really looked good against us, and he's got a lot of speed and a lot of talent. And for a guy that was a quarterback, now to to not just playing wide receiver, I mean he's an impact wide receiver. Well, let's not team. forget who drafted him. That would be uh, you, yeah. So yeah. so you just brought That's him. That's why he brought him back. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I understand that. I mean, I think I would too, right? If, if, with that kind of talent. And this guy, you know. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's perseverance. I mean, he got cut twice trying to be a receiver. And that's why he's know? playing with the Wildcats so Josh, much. Because Josh Gordon helped him out, too. Well, he's still being a receiver on this team. I mean, he's the number one guy now. He'd be number two, right? Well, I think they had Gordon and their other guy who was supposed to be a number one receiver out. So well, that's, that's why he's number one. Something's wrong with him. He's hurt. So two guys are Yeah. You know, I was very impressed by what I've seen from prior. Yeah, he was very fast. And he's got good hands. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So there was a few times when I thought that, you know, he was <laughs> he, 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 he was. Well, about, yeah. Let's not forget, we make no name running backs look like Walter Payton, too. You know. Yeah, we have done that in the past. How many third string running backs that one year like ran over us? Like there was was it last year? It was like the third the guy, guys off the street and had 125 yards running against us. They were out of the league. Then. That's almost always been the case, right? Yeah. Even when we were you know, in the 80s, <laughs> it's always been the case that they have guys that fill in that shouldn't even be on the lineup and, and they wind up dominating our team. Right? Yeah. No, that, that's... But this is the front office's fault for not addressing these needs. I mean, you knew what they were going in. It wasn't rocket science. You knew what was wrong with this team, and you didn't address it. Yeah, they haven't. They didn't address any of the defensive problems that we thought were major. And what they did on the offensive line, I, I'm not sure about. I mean, it's a little strange. Um, we lost our center, too, now. So I don't know what his status is, right? Yeah, he's up in the air. And, yeah. you know, I don't think Pouncey comes back Thursday. No, I don't he think so. He couldn't play Sunday. He's not playing on a short week. I agree. And what's your status update on Tunzel? <laughs> I have no idea. No, well, what do you see? I mean, he's been playing guard now for three three weeks. He, oh, I thought you meant he got hurt yesterday. No, no, no. I, I just mean, I, you know, he seemed like he had a pretty decent game at guard yesterday. I didn't see any bad mistakes from him. I saw Albert whiff on one of the sacks. I think that was a strip sack. That was Albert's fault. That was Albert. Albert James got that. James, James let a few guys by him, you know? Right. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, the offensive line played all right. They didn't play great. 
You know? Yeah. I, I, we still can't run a lick. Well, that's not true. I mean, we, we ran it a couple times, you know, yesterday. A lot better than we had the, the first two games. A, a little bit more than we had. I mean, out of the first two games, this was definitely the best running game that we've had. There's, without a doubt, there were some glimmers of hope. But like you said, though, you're playing Cleveland. You're playing Cleveland. So you don't know yeah. how to read that. I mean, no. do you read it that you're playing Cleveland? If you're going to do that, then you have problems. You know, and, and you're not really going to know. I mean, you'll get a better barometer against the Bengals, against but, the Bengals, you know. You know, who knows? It's, it's scary. It really is. Yeah, no doubt. All right, take our last break, and then uh, we'll come on back and look, look to Cincinnati right after this. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Squire on the catch. San Marino has now thrown to more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. 
Acatello Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone. And uh, we'll bring you up to this Monday night football game in New Orleans, uh, which Rich was just talking about the cuisine there. Rich, the New Orleans cuisine is the second to none. <laughs> no better. <laughs> Best food on earth. And you said the first thing to open up after Katrina was? Cafe Dumont. The home of the beignets. Very nice. 24-7 are open. Yeah. You've seen the, uh, the shrimp boat on TV, right? <laughs> the crawfish yeah. and the shrimp making me hungry. Uh, really? Should be good. <laughs> There's a lot of great food there. You couldn't live there, though. You'd be 400 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I'll tell you right now how this, this Cincinnati Bengals game is going to go. It's going to be another close game with some big highlights. It's going to be very similar to that Bengals game that we played two years ago. It's going to be a very similar game. Um, AJ Green scares me. And he's going to have big plays. Yeah. He should scare you. Yeah. And Landry's going to have big plays too, or Stills or Parker. Like the Dolphins are going to put up big plays as well. Yeah. AJ Green's going to—he's going to have his fair share of plays too. So it's going to be one of those games where you know I, I would anticipate probably something like a 24-21 game or something like that. Um, so maybe 28 <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think this game we will, but I think they're going to as well. So it's probably going to be like 28 No, I mean, we're 21, they're 24, yeah, though, I'm trying to say. That's the thing. I, you know, uh, 28-24 will be the final score. Uh, I don't know. Now we score 24? You got another field goal? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be 28-24. Not, put that down. 28-24 Miami Dolphins. All right. Yeah, well, last time we watched the team end on the safety, right? Yeah, Trevor Wake sacked him in the end zone. Um, that was a great game. A lot of people talking about Carew and how, uh, you know, they want him to get into this. But, I mean, you look at Parker Stills and Landry, right? I mean, those are good receivers. Cool. Don't we use four at one point? Yeah, I mean, he, he could definitely get in on that. But I'm saying, like, those three – are, you know, without a doubt, you know, they're legitimate. Yeah, they're good receivers. They are. I mean, I, I haven't been that happy in a long time with, you know, the wide receiving crew. Um, and, 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 you know, I mean, Carew is the fourth guy, though, you know. He just, yeah. He's not going to – they use him once in a while, you're right, but not that much do they use a four package, you know, because they usually have a tight end in there. So they usually I like to see it a little more in the four package, you know. Take the tight end out and just go with the four? Yeah. But I guess they use the tight end to block, though. I guess that's why he's in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't think the tight end on those sets are, is really going out for the pass. I think he's just staying at the block. Right, right. Um, you don't expect our guys to take out two guys, right? <laughs> our line no. <laughs> One's enough, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they still they struggle, man. They still have problems in certain areas. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. It's not pretty. I mean, you could talk to your blue in the face, but it is what it is. You know? I mean, it's it's only going to get so much better. Yeah, I think what you're looking for is improvement to build on, you know, get relevant. It's very difficult to get from this level to the next, you know, and especially when you have people what running this, this level. <laughs> the middle of the road. But we're still not solidified. But you're not going to get – well, listen, you're just never going to get the first five picks in the draft, right? You're not going to be right. there. You're not going to be that bad. Right. And, you know, and our – front office is not good enough to get us to the next level at this point, you know? But my point is, I don't know if you're an 8-8 eight eight team yet. I didn't say that. Eight I said 6-8. Yeah, I don't know if that's middle. Like, I, you know, if you get the 6, you're, you're a little below that. 
Yeah, a little below that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, that's where we were coming in. You better get the solid middle of the road. Yeah. You better get some 7 and 9, 8 and 8, like, legitimately, to where you could be 9 and 7, 10 and Right? Like, then they say you're a middle-of-the-road team about to get to the, the yeah. next level. Right now, I think that they're below middle-of-the-road trying to get to middle-of-the-road. And you'll know more in the next three games. No, I agree with you. But my problem is I just don't see – I don't have this, like, you know, this rosy picture of the future. I don't think our front office and ownership is good enough to get us to the next level. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't think these guys are going to make the right decisions – you know who to keep and who to get rid of it, and how to build it to build the. They don't. Well, first of all, the guy running our team has no idea how to get to the next level. No. And they've they've taken a step back. The whole division has taken a step back. Well, they're delusional. They think Mike Tannenbaum is going to build something here. Well, they've you know? always thought that, and nothing's yeah. going to change there. They, no, they, well, they, they, yeah, well, you know what's going to change is going to be years of of. Eh. You know, so hey, just hey, being hey, the same. We talked about last week about his job title and you're giving me His job title is he's the vice president of football operations. That's what his job oh, title is. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. <laughs> Which so I guess he, he, got a, he got a promotion from the first bad job that he did yeah, in the league. because I think that the president of football operations yeah. is Stephen Ross. Yeah, right. He's the so CEO. He's basically the president because yeah. Ross, uh, you know. I mean, he's not making any of those moves, you know. Professor, they don't even mention that we have a, a GM. You don't even see him. You don't hear about him. It's a no. shame. It really is. It, and, and you know what? When you run a team like that, it's not going to be successful. It's not. You know, Mike Tannenbaum making personal decisions is never going to be any good. Like I said, he doesn't, he doesn't solve problems. He creates ones where they didn't exist before. Because he's got a different agenda, and the bottom line is... Well, yeah, because he's always time. looking... Like I said, we took Kunzel because he's going to move him to tackle next year and cut Albert. You know that, and I know that. You can write that down in cement. It's 100% going to happen in the offseason. You yeah, know and I know. I do. We didn't have a problem at running back, right? No, we, we had a nice one-two tandem going on. He had to let Lamar Miller go because he he, he didn't want to pay him $6 million a year when we had space in the cap. Ridiculous. So now we created... a this ridiculous four-back rotation, but none of them are as good as Lamar Miller. A four-back rotation. Four yeah. backs. Yeah. J.H.I., Kenyon Drake, Arian Foster is first. So it would be five. It would be five, right? right. Yeah. Isaiah Pete and Damian Williams. Yeah. So you could really have five in rotation. What would they have done if Foster was hurt? Would it be five? Pete wouldn't have dressed. Pete wouldn't have dressed, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. So it's always going to be four. It looks that way. Any word on Arian Foster? I hope he's hurt for weeks. Well, I don't. I don't ever say that, but I don't think he's going to be healthy for the Cincinnati game. No, I don't want to play. I don't think he's any good, dude. You know, it's another one garbage picking. You know, it's like going to get a tube TV by the curb. You know, when somebody got a new flat screen, they put the tube out by the curb. That's what I He's a tube TV. I knew what you meant. <laughs> I picked up the analogy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, he had that one big run in week one, but you knew he wasn't going to hold up. You know his body couldn't hold up, especially at that position. He hasn't been successful in almost three years in this league. He's been healthy in, in there you three go. years. Isn't that the same thing? Yeah. I mean, he has not been healthy. He's not going to get healthy now, especially at that position. It's not. There's no rejuvenation to that, you yeah. know. That's a position that once you start Once you go, you go. Yeah. And he's had some pretty bad injuries, too. So, yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. Um, Have you seen a lot of impact from this draft? No, I mean, if, if if I had to pick 
you know, any area of um, impact from this draft. You know, I guess it would be. It's Cancel, obviously. He's the, you know, he's the number one yeah, guy. He started. I, I like what I see in Carew. I think he's going to maybe be something, but he hasn't really gotten an opportunity to do that. Um, Kenyon Drake, I guess, has gotten the most time. There's things I've, I've seen that I like out of Drake, but I don't know how to, you know, how to read that right now. I mean, that that's basically who your rookies are, right? Yeah. Davian Howard, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you see him playing cornerback, and um, you hope that he's going to be – I guess the book is still out, right? Yeah. But I know you're a Brandon Dowdy fan, so <laughs> maybe that's right. Maybe we cut him. Yeah. He's done now? Yeah, he's cut. Well, I mean, I don't know how much you hold that against the draft, though. Well, why are you drafting him? You could have just taken him after, as an unsigned free agent. You really think he was getting drafted? Yeah. No. Um, but that's your rookies. I mean, that's basically what you're looking at. Unzel, Jordan yeah, Howard's Houston, as Avian Howard in your corners. Yeah, yeah we, traded, we traded one pick to, to, you know, we traded a couple picks to move up to get, you know, LaRue. Yeah. You know, which I think he could be a good player. Well, I do, too. I do, you know? too. I'm looking forward to him. I think he can be a very good player, too. I think last year's draft was terrible. I think Stills is, is not going to be long for this team. Oh, no, he's gone. So, you know, that, there's definitely yeah, going to be open. That's why they got LaRue. Yeah. They're always thinking a year ahead. I, I know, but unfortunately, when you do that, you see, you know, you don't see the train behind you about to run you over. Well, right? When you have an organization and an owner who's more interested in hosting Super Bowls than playing in one, you have issues. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, it's you know, it's the same they, old, same old. It seems like yeah, we keep talking it's like about. There is. It's, and that's why I'm, you know, that's why I have this bad attitude towards the team because I see. I see moves eight steps ahead of ahead of them what they're doing. You know, they think they're so slick. You know, I, I mean, it's obvious what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's obvious what their agenda is, and it's not going to be successful. You're not going to catch New England like this. No. No, you you already have to start ruling that out. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you're, it's not happening. you're delusional if you're not. I know. Right. Yeah, but I think if you can get to two and two of beating the Bengals, I think yeah, they're great. Right. I, I, you know, make the season exciting, but you know, well, it's, not, it's not a guarantee. It's, well, it's not a guarantee. No. What do you see before we wrap up? What do you see in this game? Do you, do you see them coming out with the victory? I think it'll be a close game because I don't think Cincinnati's a great team. You know, they've been a playoff team for the last few years, but, but they, they have, have their issues also. also. And we always play them tough, so you know, I wouldn't be shocked if we won the game. We were in Miami the last time we won on that night game, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not an easy place to play Cincinnati, especially on a night oh. game. So it's going to be tough, you know. Interesting <laughs> well, you're game. Six and ten. You, this is your national game on the road yeah. on Thursday night. We don't have a Monday night. We talked no, about that no Monday, no year. Sunday night. Nope. Which they didn't deserve it. No. No, I guess you're right. I guess they didn't. So and like. And the stadium's nice. I'll give Ross that. You know, he knows how to build. You know, he made that place look good. You know, that's yeah. a very nice renovation. You know? Yep. But, you know, for $600 million, I'm sure I could have done it, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. You call it Hard Rock? Well, he got he got $300 million back for calling it Hard Rock. Oh, I know. It's a very, very smart idea. Uh, uh, it's and like I said, I saw the signs that they had on the roof and in the stadium. That was done a lot more. That was that deal was done a lot more uh, longer. Uh, that was that was done so long ago, folks. I don't think that this was done three weeks ago. That game, that's it. Those signs weren't done in three weeks. Those signs. 
Good point. All right, Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll see you next week, and hopefully we'll get to a 500 mark on uh, Miami Dolphins' Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. 